Hello, everyone, and welcome back to To Have and To Roll. I am Daft Prodigy, joined as ever by my beautiful husband, Rain Zero. We hope you enjoyed our little two-part diversion with the lovely folks from Pot Against the Machine last month. This week, we are back on track with Session 58, The Radiant Depths. As a content note, the opening of this session was originally part of Session 57, but because that was mostly bookkeeping, we decided to split it and attach the relevant parts to Session 56 and 58. We've done our best to make the transition smooth, but if you catch us referring to something from last week that actually happens at the start of this session, don't be alarmed, your device is functioning properly. We just saved you about 45 minutes of spreadsheet management. This session features sound effects by Sirenscape and music by Michael Gelfi Audio. More on those at the end of the session. We are very happy to be back with a full party, so let's get right back into it in this week's session of Curse of the Crimson Throne. Hello, beautiful wife. Hello, beautiful husband. And welcome back to, to Curse, Curse of, of the, the Crimson, Crimson Throne. Throne. Curse of the Crimson Throne. There's a curse. There's a throne. So, what happened last time on Curse of the Crimson Throne? Last time on Curse of the Crimson Throne, we... You defeated Pilt. As we were clearing out Pilt's palace, um, we found his room where he uh, kept some monsters that ate corpses. Uh, Ophelia put on the blackjack outfit. Yes. And we displayed Pilt's uh, destroyed body to yes. the populace and told them they were free of his tyranny. And they were like, but who's going to lead us now? And we were like, uh, you sort of planted the seeds of democratic revolution, but yes, they were like, yes. the fuck? What, what does that mean? Yeah. Who's in charge? Yeah. Ophelia was like, how would you feel about democracy? And they were like, eh. And Damien was like, I appreciate the effort. Thanks for having my back. Uh, and, um, and then we went back to Van Carlo's place, kind of decided we were going to camp out there, see if there were any additional red mantis hanging around. Yes. We cleaned up the place a little bit, uh, but it's uh, it's pretty dire. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we were holed up in one of the few remaining stable rooms of Ven Carlo's house. And wouldn't you know it, Rain rolled on the random encounter table and rolled one of the few numbers required to bring in a couple more red mantis uh, yes. who we got the jump on uh, and killed before they could turn into mist. You have the body of two. Red Mantis assassins. Wait, does this mean that we can get their bones? Quick, uh, get them out of their get them out of their armor yep. or whatever it was that was turning them into mist. You you uh, take the armor off of them. Uh, uh, you can go ahead and add two more to all of the Red Mantis uh, loot that you got before. Okay. Um, and uh, you'll see it's just people. It's just humans. There's a there's a man and a woman. <sighs> they have uh, their hair cut short in a way that might be suggestive of um, being able to wear a helmet all the time. Mm -hmm. They're a little pale. 
Mm -hmm. But yeah, they're just people. Damien is sort of looking. I guess we need a leg bone. Is that what? Is that what? The what did what did the broker say he wanted? Damien would remember this, but uh, just the bone of a red mantis assassin. Just the bone. Um. All right. Uh. We will. Can I have Unia make a religion check to see um which which bone would be minimally uh, desecrating to remove? Um. <laughs> sure. Uh. They got a twenty-two on their religion check. Yeah. Um. I'm not going to be specific, but you 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 know the most minimally invasive bone to remove let's say like a, a finger or something okay you just cut off a finger and yeah. you have the bones from the finger yep um we'll 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 cut we'll cut off a pinky finger yeah sure. uh and um then we'll just sort of push these outside into an alley like okay. oh look they got killed and then i suppose we can fast forward a little bit yeah so uh we're we we need to sneak back onto um we need to sneak back onto the mainland uh, and go to the broker. Okay. So we fast forward a bit uh, as you go to the broker below because we've already had a random encounter. We've already passed the night. So it is the 22nd and uh, you go to the broker's office. Yes. And uh, you are permitted to enter the demiplane. As you enter, uh, once again, uh, this is a manhole cover located uh in the so you go to the north point district yes uh at a unnamed road yes uh between the long acre building and, and city hall city hall and uh there is a black manhole cover mm-hmm. that you knock on mm-hmm. and slides to the side and you just see a dark hole beneath and we drop down into a large room lit by opulent braziers with desks lining three levels of floors to the sides of you mm-hmm. and and uh, a little imp will greet you and go ah i don't believe you have an appointment i am here to fulfill my contract ah excellent well um please wait in the waiting room and uh opens a door off to the side and there's like a little waiting room with like a little water cooler we have um, cucumber water. <laughs> cucumber water? What are we, Abadarans? <laughs> this is lemongrass water. <laughs> and there's little there's little um, metal chairs. We'll sit down. There's a magazine. <laughs> What's the magazine? Dis and dat. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> There's a lot of uh talk about the market fluctuations of the soul trade. <laughs> Damien Damien's like, oh, what's this? And Damien opens it up and uh quickly closes it again and puts it back. <laughs> he has turned very slightly green. <laughs> yep. Um there's some about uh, there's an interview with a with a executioner devil about what it means to serve the armies of hell doctors hate him doctors hate him uh because he's a devil amazing uh (laughs) and uh you're there for probably a couple hours amazing and eventually the imp will come in the broker will see you now and you are led to the oh those chairs are not very comfortable to nap in you now soar from sitting on the metal chairs, which are really not meant for people to sit on for a my long period of time. My butt's numb. My tail's numb. Yep. Um, <laughs> you 
enter the brokerage room where there is the large desk with the Cerberi chained to it. Mm, and uh, the broker sitting there at his high-backed chair with his spines protruding through his bowler hat. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looks up at you. Ah, welcome. Unio will step forward. Satisfying a contract, are we? I believe the bone of a red mantis assassin. Unio holds out the finger. One of the imps will come over and flutter over, grab it out of your hand, and deposit it in the broker's outstretched hand. Excellent. Excellent. Reaches uh, under the desk and pulls out a jar. Drops the finger into this jar, and you watch this sizzling liquid roils up around it, uh, stripping away the remaining flesh until only the bones remain. Now, tell me, where has the Otiug taken by the Red Mantis? Uh, And uh, you watch as the jar roils and bubbles, and you see the bones dissolve and sort of cascade down. And as they're doing so, you can see a waterfall of putrid water. It seems to be falling into an enormous chasm. In the, uh, at, the, at the bottom of this waterfall, there is a pool of glowing greenish water. And at the edges of the pool, there are some truly enormous-looking Otiugs. And sitting at the shore... There is um, what looks like a goblin uh, with a with a little cup of water. Re- dips the cup down into the glowing water and re- holds it out to uh, a a Otiug that seems almost normal size, a little bit small, and tips this cup of water into the Otiug's mouth. And as the Otiug swallows, you watch as it grows a bit. And you just hear this goblin speak to the Otiug. Yes, yes, yes. Good. Drink up. Drink up. And the Otiug, uh, the Otiug drinks deep. There you go. There you go. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Squatch. Uh, you're welcome, Porbo Bebo. Porbo Bebo. Portobello. It's Portobello. Mm, mm, fine, Mama. Yeah, we'll we'll help you. We'll help you. You just need to get your strength back, okay? Fine, Mama. Get your strength back, Mama. Soon, soon we'll find your Mama. And, soon. Um, you see, you see the Otiug sort of like move to get up, and uh, as it moves to get up, you see a huge gaping wound on the side of its leg. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay, we'll get her back soon. Okay. And the image will fade. So. That wasn't the Red Mantis. 
it would seem that the one you seek is receiving care from another. I always deliver on my bargains and starts to write down, you will find this Otiog at the Corpse Feaster's Spring. Oh God, that sounds ominous. Deep in the sewers, beneath the heights. Okay. It is a fabled place among Otiugs, as one where injured or dying Otiugs may drink deep and be restored, or strong Otiugs may grow stronger. Wow. It is a sacred place to Otiugs. Do we get a freebie? Do, do you have any idea of what the protocol is for entering this place? I'm afraid that is not in the contract. Fair. But there you are. All right. Um, uh, okay, so we have... Sorry, uh, it would be the Corpse Feasters Falls. The Corpse Feasters Falls. Um, uh, all right, uh, thank you. Unia nods. Yes, thank you for your assistance and for keeping your end of the contract. And write something on a, on a piece of paper. For your records. Thank you. And it has all of the information about where to find the Corpse Feasters Falls. Uh, Unia takes the receipt. <laughs> yes. Uh, and it says, uh, and it, and, it, and he just says, I will need your signature marking that the contract is fulfilled. Understood. Uh, Unia will sign. And as you sign, uh, basically, the paper peels apart in two layers. <laughs> and, and the imp uh, grabs one of the layers and brings it back to the broker. Uh, Unia. Thank you. This is a powerful magic called carbon copy. <laughs> I have never seen anything like it. It's the standard in in this. <laughs> right. And uh, with this information. Wait, L Lenore, are you okay? <laughs> he remembered his name. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. No. Let's go get our friend. Okay. You go to sell your stuff. Yes. <laughs> Let's go to Headstales. And um, you are greeted by a half-elf with a uh, very, very fine haircut uh, and a polo shirt that has a picture of a, of a, of a goblin in a fedora. <laughs> Uh, just, just, um, patched on to the polo shirt. Okay. Uh, and, uh, the half-elf will say, Greetings and welcome to Head's Tales. Hi. Um, who are you? My name is Nigelian. Nigelian. Yes. Nice to meet you. Nigelian Zomgirnos, and I am the manager of this location. Wow. Of Heads Tales. That's amazing. Retail. I'm Ophelia. Uh, how long has this been a chain? 
Well, uh, you understand that with the recent end of Bloodvale, uh, business has been booming. People are getting out and about, and they're really, really taking to Heads, Tails brand of authentic customer engagement. <laughs> well, yes, I mean, we've had an excellent experience so far with... Hi, Zach! Hi! Ah, that would be the owner. Yes, that's uh, Heads Tails, right? Yes, Heads Tails, the owner. And might I say, a business genius. Really? Last I heard, Heads Tails was counting everything on his fingers. Well, you know, there's no accounting for that secret... I mean, there is no accounting, or there wasn't any. (laughs) Well, that's one of the reasons I've been brought on. See, there was a bit of an issue with uh, the Bank of Abadar regarding the finance of Heads Tales <laughs> businesses, uh, insofar as, <clears throat> well, there's no <clears throat> accounting yeah, for yeah. how Heads Tales acquired the capital to buy out this particular location. And so, um, after the bank <clears throat> declared that the business needed a thorough account of their funds, Mm-hmm. Uh, Heads Tails contacted me. Wow! Yes, I'm a that... I'm a finance <laughs> I'm a finance professional that's... from Absalom. That's so wonderful. So, it, so this is part of a chain now. Is there another location? Yes, we're we're planning to open a another location in Absalom. Wow! Very amazing. Yes. Wow! Which can help with the supply lines. That is. So cool. So that we can provide the same amazing customer service you've come to enjoy here in Corvosa to the people of Absalom. Amazing. We're also looking at opening a a Magnamar location. However, Magnamar seems hesitant Mm. to open a Corvosan store. I can't imagine why. Uh, Me neither. Mm. Well, I don't want to take up any more of your time. So what can we do for you today? We're going to go sell some of our stuff. Oh, excellent. What did you have in mind? Well, I have a list here. It's pretty long. And, they go, and he goes over the list and he goes, Ah, oh, yes, yes, yes. For all of this, the, ent- the combined value is bleh. Yes, yes we haggle. Um, we, you hear more of these two talking to each other and their customer service voices. To which he will, he will uh, go, So, if we're agreed on price, then uh, I think Heads Tails Prime Location uh, is prepared to buy these goods from you. Excellent. Well, and you also already sold your things of interest to the museum to the museum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Merciful was very happy. And so uh, you will sell it uh, with a little bit of a markup mm-hmm. uh, because you guys are very, uh, very charismatic. Ophelia just and then, um, and then uh, he will go, so was there anything in particular that you were looking to purchase for this. Oh, yes. Because um, we do have an incredible stock of all the greatest uh, magical needs that you might care for. Uh, I will need you to sign this form saying mm-hmm. that that you submitted uh, all of these magical items to an approved vendor. Yes. Um, you're, you're an approved vendor. Yes. yes. It, yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Uh, and, the, and he writes in the gold amount that, it, that he had. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So, what items did you have in mind? Well, I have another list for you. Oh. Here you go. Oh, and he goes through the, goes through the list of items, and I believe it comes out to, like, what, like 50? 
like 52,000 52, some yes. gold? Ah, yes. All of this will come to a combined total of of 11,557 Electrum Queens. What? 11,557 Electrum Queens. Uh, I, I'm sorry, I, I was, based on what you said in our negotiations, I, I am still extending the same offer to you. What are Electrum Queens? Oh, have you not heard? We've been otherwise indisposed for like th two days. Ah, yes. There's been an issuing of. Uh, he he uh, he actually points at a at a uh, board that has like all of their certifications, their inspection sticker, which gives them a <laughs> rating of D and says needs improvement. <laughs> and uh, among them, there is a royal proclamation declaring that a new currency has been minted, and that magic items may only be purchased from approved vendors in the city, and they can only be purchased using these new coins, which are Electrum Queens. Oh, I don't like this. Uh, those seeking uh, those seeking to convert their currency to Electrum Queens can do so at the Bank of Abadar for the current exchange rate. I don't like this at all. Look, can... Sir, um... Can, can I just look at what one of those Electrum Queens looks like? Ah, well, of course. Uh, and he hands you a uh, kind of lightweight uh, bluish coin hmm. that has uh, a picture of Iliosa's face on the front and a picture of her crown on the back. Damien scrunches up his face. All right. Um, here, I'll give this back to you. Um, yeah, we didn't know these existed. This is this is new. Ah yes, well it was it was um I'm sorry the the business bureau was informed of this change uh uh several days ago and that's how you know everyone was able to get their approval and they uh, minted all of these coins when well the coins entered circulation uh two days ago uh huh the bank um had a supply uh, ready okay and uh what's the purpose of putting all of this stuff into a different currency rather than just using gold. Well, as I understand it, the crown is concerned about the amount of magical items that were available to people engaging in illicit activities mm -hmm. during the plague. And so in order to ensure that magic items are not circulated uh, illegally... You're going to make sure that only people who can get to the Bank of Abadar to exchange for this limited currency can buy them. Well, certainly getting to the Bank of Abadar is no issue. I mean, you say that now. I sure understand. Dur during the plague, it was it was nearly impossible to get in there. Well, of, of course, but, you know, the, not many people were purchasing magic items during the plague either. I, I suppose. I suppose. Anyway, <laughs> it's, it's neither here nor there. It, it's all right. It, it, it's it's Damien's nature to be pessimistic about things. You know, some people are just like that. Ophelia looks at Damien like. <laughs> um, about now, um, uh, you'll see heads tails will walk out in a very nice suit and overcoat. Well, hello, hello sir. There. Is there, is there an issue here? No, no, everything's man, fine. Smart man not doing job? No, smart man is doing an excellent smart man. job. Smart man do job, yes? Smart man is doing job very well. We were just talking about the minting of the new currency 
and just getting it figured out. And some of us... Mm, yes, not as tasty as other coins. <laughs> Do not like. <laughs> um, I just wanted to say I'm really impressed. Better on teeth, though. Wanted to say I'm really impressed with how your business empire has grown. It won't stop. <laughs> how is I just how is your bed situation? Much better. Good, good, good. And you know you um I We heard... have disposable bed sheets. <laughs> um have you considered maybe just getting a wand of prestidigitation? <sighs> You hear a gasp from inside the coat. And then, and then uh, the head just goes, Yes, 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 wand of prestidigitation. Smart man! Find wand of prestidigitation. Sorry, is your stomach feeling alright? Ah, uh, bad eating, bad eating. <laughs> Too many coins. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when they say they're legal tender, they don't actually mean they're good for eating. <laughs> Very tender. <laughs> Much more tender than gold coins. Gold coins decently tender, though. Have to broil and then do sous vide. Here, smart man, these people say you do good job. Take more monies. Uh, opens, opens the, uh, opens the till and just, just, just <laughs> bonus. <laughs> What is problem here, though? Oh, um, there, there isn't a problem. We were just confused about the Electrum stuff. You good friends. We give loan. Oh. You know, go to bank. You can, you can switch here. Oh, thank you. Give, give them, give them the, the faces. The faces, yes. Those are uh, the ones we uh, want. But, sir, as declared in the proclamation, it is very clear that they must convert their go You paid them, yes? Yes. You pay with faces? No, that's not the- No, you pay with faces and you get back faces. <laughs> sir, I, I- I- Do- I pay you <laughs> to tell me how to do job. I not pay you to tell me how to do job. And he goes, well, sir, technically you did hire me in a, con in a consultant. Ah, do a job. <laughs> I have spoken. Wow. He's, he's really, um, he's, he's really become a much more hardline businessman than he was last time we saw him. <sighs> and, uh, I really he admire his drive and conviction. Yes, I, I think he's going to be featured on the uh, next cover <laughs> of uh, on the next front page of the Corvosa, Corvosa Carrier. <laughs> uh, goodness. Business <laughs> genius. Business genius. Heads, the, tails. The, oh, what's a, what's a street name? Wolf of Wave Street. Yes, the Wolf of Wave Street. <laughs> I'm not wolf. No. <laughs> I'm tall. Masculine human person. Tall, masculine human person. <laughs> not two people, not wolf. Nope. Goodness. Anyway, you will have your money exchanged here for Electrum Queens. Mm -hmm. And you'll pay for this in Electrum Queens. And 
the crown will be able to track. They'll ask you to sign something saying that you sold them magic items and were paid in Electrum Queens and then used uh, the Electrum Queens to purchase magic items. And Ophelia will sign them. Uh, and you'll note that there's a few terms in this that, that suggest, uh, like, like, uh, that, like, are talking about the penalties of, uh, not using Electrum Queens for purchasing magic items are, are quite severe, actually. Wow. Some of them include, include, like, forced labor. Wow. And, um, uh, forfeitures of other property. Damn. She's really gotten all in on this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Strange. Um... I suppose uh, when you're when you're doing a totalitarian power grab, you grab it where you can. Uh, <laughs> anyway, dang. All yeah. right, all right. Uh, so, like, mildly unsettled by this, we leave with our haul, which includes things like a plus four a headband of Ant for Damien, a plus four belt of giant strength for Lenore. The plus two cloak of resistance for Unia. Yeah. And it's mostly just stat boosting yeah, things. The addition of uh, several new enchantments on existing items. Yes. All right. Uh, and uh, from here, what would you like to do? All right. Well, I think we wanted to go talk to Salvatore about that picture first. Yes. Um, I know we said that we gave them to, we gave the paintings to Merciful Jagari already. Um, but uh, would we still be able to go to Salvatore and ask oh, him yeah, about... Oh, you, yeah, you could totally have talked to Salvatore beforehand. Um, yeah. What do you want to know from him? So, like, we were trying to do a geography check uh, yes. on the mound in the background of the picture with the um, the dragon peeling its skin off, and there was, like, uh, like, a battlefield or a bunch of, like, bloody pikes with heads on them or something in the background, and then in the background of that, there was, like, some sort of mound or structure that was, like, out of focus, and we couldn't figure out what it was. Um, yes. And I just kind of wanted to know if Salvatore had anything particular in mind. Okay when he made um, that picture like if he has any idea of the the place that vision was situated you go uh back to the gray district uh yes. and you will meet with uh salvatore uh you will see that there that there's a array of like paintings and things like that uh he has been working on painting uh actually pilts in a very um unflattering light <laughs> like pilts uh as like sitting on a pile of bodies and uh, holding a severed head hey uh, i see you found some new inspiration mm, yes uh, uh some memories yeah the world must know what built swastel did and well we made sure Endronile knew good um it's not it's not the same though sorry um <clears throat> i mean um if you wanted we could try to break into that paint manufacturer and see if they have any more of the blue you like uh, uh with things as they are i doubt they have any of what i needed all right um we found you could try though we found some of your paintings um with Pilts. Mm. Uh, we handed them off to the museum. Um, we can give you a cut 
of the uh, the person. No, no, you've you've saved my life, and I will paint more paintings. Maybe one day with the same drive that I once had. I hope so too. If it not for you, they would have been my last paintings, and then their value would have been meaningless to me. I'm I'm glad that you're. Uh, I appreciate that you're so grateful. Um, we're just doing our jobs. You know, protecting people. Mm. Um, trying to make the city a better place. You know, you say you're only doing your job. But the things that you all have done, the risks you all have taken, you were never required to make them. Mm. I guess not. You. You are good people. Thanks. Um, I, I guess it didn't really ever occur to me to do anything else. Um, but, uh, thanks. Lenore is, like, blushing a little bit, like, kind of just bashful and, um, unsure of how to react to somebody being so, like, openly complimentary. <laughs> um, um, but, uh, yeah, um, we were looking at, um some of the paintings that you did uh, and we had some questions uh, specifically there was some stuff in the paintings we couldn't quite figure out mm, there are many things in the paintings even I could not figure out oh um well maybe there's something you know that we don't mm. um so there were a couple of things we couldn't quite get um there was there's that that painting you did of the um, the guy peeling off his skin to reveal he's a blue dragon, and there's like a bunch of bodies behind him and like a huge battlefield. Ah, oh, yes. And then behind that, there's like a like a dark shape or like a structure of some sort. We couldn't figure out what that was. Did you have like a place in mind? No, no. But such such incredible scenes, aren't they? That's a word for them. Yeah. I. Used to lie awake at night, dreaming of these scenes. And then, when the light came, I would set them to canvas. And the visions would flow from my mind through the brush. <sighs> That's... I cannot do the same thing anymore. Can I have Damien make, like, a knowledge arcana check or something to see if there's, like, if this was some sort of magical compulsion effect, or... Sure. All right. Uh, that's a 30. Okay. Um, I mean, you've heard before of, like, things that might ensnare the mind to automatically write things that you might not otherwise have access to. Um, I mean, you don't know. I mean, obviously, you didn't see him do it, so you don't know the exact nature of what he means when he says that these visions would just flow through him. Uh huh. But I mean, it's it's not unheard of for divine muse to manifest in such a way that people can create things that they would not otherwise be capable of creating. Okay. Okay. Usually, it's the influence of some powerful magical entity. Which this creature would be. Um, so, so it would seem. So it would seem. 
Do you do you happen to have the uh, descriptions of the um, uh, the the paintings on hand? Yes, I do. Um, you have here three paintings. Uh, the first is a portrait of a thin humanoid wearing shadows as he stands, framed by a dolmen of great size. I believe you. Oh, successfully yes, that was Zonkuthan. Yes, you identified that this is Zonkuthan stepping through a portal into ancient Nadal. Yes. The second is a mountain range uh, above uh, a desert under a harsh blue sky. In the foreground, a quartet of, of camels um, ridden uh, by, people in, uh, by people in rather elaborate dress are riding across the dunes. Uh-huh. Uh, and on closer inspection, you will be able to see that the dunes are made of tiny skulls. Yes. Okay. So that's what we wanted to. Um, we wanted to. We failed at a religion check on that one. Yes. Um. um okay. Uh, thanks. Um, do you happen to know anything about? So there's the there's another painting you did with people uh, on camels going over sand dunes, but the sand dunes were actually tiny skulls. I, I don't know. I, as I recall, when I was talking to uh, someone, I, I remember at a party once, uh, I depicted a similar scene, and uh, the priest of Zon Kuthon from the Pantheon of the Many said that it was a depiction of a scene from the Umber Leaves, but I must admit I've never read the Umber Leaves. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, we noticed uh, you you did a painting of Zonkuthan as well, entering yes. Nadal um, with the blue. Uh. And then there was another one that had a uh, portrait of a man uh, in the process of peeling away the flesh of his arms as if he was taking off a pair of gloves. Yes. Uh, and underneath, uh, the arms are muscular and covered with glittering blue scales. Mm-hmm. Uh, half seen in the shadows beyond him are, are thousands of humans impaled on towering wooden poles erected in the shadow of an indistinct shape looming on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Perhaps a castle, maybe a mountain, but likely something more. Mm-hmm. And uh, he doesn't happen to remember. Uh, and he does not know what the what that yeah. distant structure is. And neither could you identify what it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, do you know anything about all the bodies on pikes for that one? Or uh, No. Uh, was it just... But they... They suffered... Before their deaths. Is it like a normal thing for blue dragons pretending to be people to like peel off their human skin? I don't know. I I don't I don't know either. I have no familiarity with dragons. It's just, it's just really freaking disturbing, so huh. um I had a question for you. Sure. When you saw my paintings of the mm-hmm. dragon, mm-hmm. you said you know a boy. Yeah. Who had similar visions. Uh-huh. Does he still have these visions? Uh... He did drawings of a blue dragon after the time you must, said you stopped. I must see his work. Um, here, I think we have some in the bag. Um, more. I must see more. Oh, okay. Could you bring him here? Uh... I mean, we could talk to his moms about it. Take uh, me to him. Anything, yeah. please. Okay, okay. And there is a bit of a desperate look in his eyes when he's saying this. Okay, um, okay. And I, and I will tell you, it's a kind of desperation that's a little unsettling with uh, 
a guy going, uh, you must take me to this child. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run a little sense motive on that one. Uh, like, you're not gonna, like, gouge out his eyes and try to take his gift, are you? Like, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> um, so, Ophelia, and she's currently in her social identity, uh, gets bonus to sense motive. Um, ooh, 19 on die. Uh, with an additional plus. So that's a Ophelia got a 27. Uh, Unia is going to stare into Salvatore's soul with their plus 10. Uh, they got a 21. Okay. And let's see if we can get one more. Right, you, you guys have gotten enough to uh, see right, through. All right. All right. All um, right. You will get that. Basically, this, this desperation that you're seeing is it is that of a man who has nothing and sees this as his last chance mm. to restore what he might have once had. Okay. You don't get the sense that Kester would be in any physical danger from him. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Kester's a kid. Yeah. The, you do get the sense that this might be a little too much for him. Like, disturbing. Yeah. Um, I will... Because um, as you'll recall, the other people who had these visions... All killed themselves. Yeah, because the torment of not not having not having the visions was too, too much, much to live with. Yeah, that's um, disturbing. And you know you you don't necessarily know mm -hmm. if Salvatore is past that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Lenore Lenore sort of staring, not sure how to respond. Ophelia will come for it. Well. Um, right now, this child is in protective custody. There are people who are after him, you see, because of these visions. And we feel like right now, if we draw more attention to him, or to you, then one or both of you could get 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 embroiled again in this whole no, thing. No, not, not safe, not safe. It's not safe, the, no. No, 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 the boy is not safe. What the do you mean? The boy is not safe, none of us are safe. Well, Kovos <laughs> is not safe for anyone. The boy is under our protection. <laughs> and what will you do when, <laughs> when they come for you? They? They think you think that think that they'll stop with you. They'll find the boy. They? Yes, yes, yes. Who is him. they? Kovos oh, is not safe. Not safe. Salvatore. We must know everything the boy knows. Salvatore, come back to me. Uh, not safe. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, and um, and you'll see him him grab his easel uh, or grab grab his uh, palette, and he dabs his paint into the into the blue, and uh, and over the painting that he was just doing, he just starts painting on this layer of blue paint, uh, and this frantic uh frantic structure. No, 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 no. And then he dabs at another corner of the palette where another shade of blue was, and he starts painting over again, uh, and just just. This this intricately made painting of pilts that he was making. Uh -huh. He starts painting in the shape of of uh, of a man over the face of pilts, but like the man is being painted in blue with with like a bit of teal here, a bit of uh, a more azure here, just a like a standard blue over here, and he just keeps painting. Not safe. Not safe. <sighs> They'll find us. They'll find the boy. If he can still see, 
He could save us. From what? Could still save us. And save us. He just keeps painting. God. Uh, and uh, a couple guards will like sort of be at the doors, like, uh, Mister Scream, are you all right? Uh, no, 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 us are all right. Corvos is not safe. Uh, nowhere is safe. Uh, rising. Uh, not safe. God, if only I could see. And uh, he continues sort of doing this, and uh, the guards will actually sort of like come and like put like a hand on him, like, Mr. Scream, perhaps you should rest. And he's he like goes to like push back against them, and then they like grab him. Yeah. They go, Mr. Scream, stop. Uh, and uh, he will be sort of resisting uh, for a moment, uh, and then they will actually put uh, handcuffs on him. Yeah. Uh, and um, go to set him back down on a bed. Not safe. Not safe. None of you are safe. And he looks directly at all of you. And you can't save the boy. Only what he knows can save us. There was a guy. He tried to make Kester tell him everything he knew. He said the same thing. He was right. He was right. The boy is the only one that can see now. Do you feel like telling us what it is we're supposed to be I avoiding? I don't know. I used to know, and now I don't know anything. But the boy, if he still sees, he could know. All right. Well. If he still sees, he's the only one who could know. All right. Lenore looks at the guard's if he tries to hurt himself, knock him out. We'll take care of him. <sighs> Have a good rest of your day, and, Salvatore. And so the guards will be trying to placate him as he sort of continues ranting. I was looking to see if I had, like, calm emotions or something. I don't. <laughs> the closest I have is Damien has a wand of day's monster. Okay. And I didn't feel like that would help. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, there you go. Fuck. That's ominous. <laughs> right. Um, now I kind of feel like I should go talk to Kester. Um, before we leave, uh, I want to uh, let Cressida know that um, we uh, we killed some more Red Mantis and are uh, uh, no longer in need of Red Mantis assassin bones. Um, okay. They seem to the Red Mantis still seem to be relatively active on Ender Nile. Yes, uh, but Pilts is dead now. Um, so and she will be relieved that Pilts is taken care of in that she was concerned about his growing influence on Endron Isle. Mm -hmm. uh, and the fact that, you know, she didn't really know how to placate him yeah. if things uh, yeah. went bad. He's, he was kind of implacable. 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 <laughs> I, Salvatore has just made me very concerned about Kester. Uh, and as I, I do want, I do want to go find Portobello. I just, can I just like go and check and make sure Kester hasn't been taken again or something? Uh, can we just, can we stop at the, um, before, before we go, can we stop at the Jittery Quill for coffee? Sure. <laughs> so you stop at the Jittery Quill on the way, um, toward, or, or, or rather you, you swing, uh, slightly further north. Yeah. Uh, 
into the Heights District, um, or actually the University District. Yeah. Um, to check in with Kester. Mm-hmm. And um, um, Darren will uh, will tell you that uh, Kester and his family are upstairs. Okay. And uh, going up there, they'll have like a little little table set up where Kester is doing some drawings, and his and his feet are swinging uh, from his oh. chair. And uh, you open the door, and it goes, "Hello there." Hey. And um, Tiora and Kinsena are currently looking like relatives of Lenore. This doesn't uh, stop being vaguely creepy. Hey, Kester, how's it going? Hello, I've been doing some stuff. I haven't. I haven't been able to go out much. Uh, yeah, mum's told me that I can't go on the street because these people what are looking for me. It's like really dangerous. Yeah, it's really dangerous out there right yeah. now. But I did go to the market the other day. Oh. And what? I've got a banana. Amazing. Did Did you eat it? No. <laughs> I've got it for mum. Oh, did she like it? Uh, I can say, uh, actually, the person who looks like uh, Lenore's female cousin uh, will nod and just go, yes, it was a little overripe. We'll have to talk to Kester about properly purchasing produce. (laughs) It's okay. This is a good step forward in his learning to trust bananas. I don't trust him still. It's okay, kid. But... It's been a while. How you all been? Oh, there's been so much going on. We've been protecting the city. Weather's been pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, that's what you're supposed to start with conversations with adults about. Oh, yeah, I guess. I've never really been one to talk much about the weather. Uh, Looks like it's going to rain later, doesn't it? Yeah. A storm's coming? Don't you start. (laughs) (laughs) Suddenly at the window, there's a man in a raincoat. I know it. I don't. Do it. <laughs> anyway, um. All right. Well, we just wanted to check in. Yeah. Have you been doing more drawings? Yeah. This one is Unia. Oh. Ah. Uh, and he has this picture of uh, Unia. Uh, rather, it's it's like a it's you know more or less a stick figure. Yeah. Um. Uh. But it has the hair off to one side like Unia has, and the, and the scar, and the scar drawn in like red red crayon <laughs> uh, and it has Unia with a round shield with an eye on it uh, and uh, there's there's like broken line. there's like lines that seem to indicate that the shield is broken in places oh uh, and then and then this one's Lenore uh, and it has Lenore holding a uh, a uh, glaive that has little yellow lines coming off the blade <laughs> You've been giving us cool new weapons. Yeah, I thought I thought you guys are big heroes, so I'll make you cool weapons. This one's a special this one's a special blade that can kill evil things. Oh. Yeah. Wow, that's Does really it better cool. than anything else. That's cool. Oh, uh, what's this what's the shield Unia has? Oh, that's Aridin's shield. Oh He made it. Wow. And he says that Unia should have it. Oh well that's so nice. Yep. Well, maybe if we find one that looks like that, we'll get it for you, Nia. All right. You give you, so you go to the market, you find the, the Eridan shields? Yes, child. Where do they sell Eridan shields? Perhaps they will sell them in Absalom. Um, that is a long way from here. 
Maybe. What, where's Absalom? It is south and east of here. Oh. Is it like 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 Yanderhof? Uh, Actually that's that's just east, isn't it? Yes. It's uh north and east. Uh, uh, no- northeast. Oh. But Is it near Cheliax? No, it is in the middle of the inner sea. Uh, it is an island raised by Eredin's own power. That's near Garund. I suppose. We're in Avistan, and th- and then there's Garund, and you got the inner sea in the middle. That's correct. Yes. Well done. Very good at geography. Proud of you. Yes. I hear there's lots of people there, Absalom. There are. Have you ever been to Absalom? No. I want to go. Perhaps someday you will. That's where Eredin uh, did the did the thing. He raised he the, star, up the star stone. Yeah. Yes, you have been studying. Can we go well. to Absalom? I I mean, um, it's a little bit logistically difficult. Um, What's logistically? It's difficult to get all of the details to align in the right way to make it. But you're not you're not fighting anyone anymore, right? What if we took a vacation? We're we're, we're we we are we are still fighting people. Oh, okay. Um, it's just more of like, uh, we stare at them and they stare at us. That's not really fighting, though. I mean... You you need to stare at them. It's sort of like a chess match. I don't play chess. It's like a board game. I play checkers. It's kind of like a checkers game. Hmm. Like checkers. But, like, if you lose, you die. Oh. So you're playing checkers to the death then? Yes. Alright. Um and That sounds a bit better than when I play checkers against my mum's. Well, it's not better. Um, I mean, more interesting, <laughs> I mean. Please don't play checkers to the death. Damien nervously looks at Kester's mom's. We didn't give him an idea to play checkers to the death. <laughs> don't worry, just, I don't think anyone will entertain that. Just so we're clear. Um but, but when you're not fighting anyone, can we go? Can we go to Absalom, Mums? Can we go to Absalom? Uh, and um, Tiora and Consena just sort of uh, take like a deep breath of. How about this? When your friends say that it's safe, you can go with them, to Absalom. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Yeah. We could. We could. We could take you when it's safe. Um, in the meantime, do you want me to, like, get you a book about Absalom? Yeah. Like, pictures and oh, stuff? Oh, do, do they have those? Yeah. I'd mean, love to read one. Uh, I can take one I out I can't read, own. but, you know. I mean, you'll enjoy the pictures. Yeah? Just don't draw Darwin's on it. Darwin's teaching me how to read, though. That's good. He says it's very important for young boys like me to have to have a good understanding of the written word. It is very important. He says uh, that books are full of adventures. Yes. Um, some of them even involve playing checkers to the death. He's mostly been telling me about geography. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've been picking it up really well, so... It's pretty cool. Did you know that Did you know that Garun has huge deserts? And also, there's a big storm? And then there's a jungle? Yeah, there's, there's a lot of stuff down in Garun that we don't have here. It's pretty neat. Yeah, uh... You know, I heard there was, like, an ancient magical academy there. Uh, oh, I don't like those, though. Academy is pretty bad. No, no, but, like, 
Human X is good, and I heard this place is really good. I don't know. When I was a kid, I dreamed of going there. Why didn't you go there? Because it's like half the world away. I Uh, didn't have any way to get there. Oh, yeah. I guess that'd be pretty hard. How long will it take to... Anyway, you guys have a conversation about geography (laughs) for a while. (laughs) Where he keeps asking you questions about, like, how long would it take to go... Where's that? Where's that? And Damien's like, I have two ranks in this skill. (laughs) Yeah, Darren's telling me about all the kinds of places all over the world. Says there's lots of places. Well, I'm glad Darren's been teaching you a lot. Um, Well, we're going to go try to find a friend of ours. Um... You stay safe, okay? Okay. And next time you buy a banana, just try to eat a little bit of it. No. <laughs> okay. Okay. I won't do it. He's intractable. I get it. All yep. right. Uh, I'm intractable. <laughs> uh, so. Untrackable. <laughs> you're untrackable. Oh! Ophelia has. An amulet of proof against detection and location. Oh. Um, Ophelia is going to take the amulet off. Ophelia's going to go, untrackable. Oh, uh, Kester, I have a gift for you. <gasps> oh. It's oh, so fun. I didn't get anything. No, you. no, it's okay. It's I'll okay. Get something for you next it's time. very shiny. It's very important to me, oh. and I want you to keep it safe by wearing it, okay? Uh, okay. Here. Uh, and Ophelia will take the amulet of proof against detection and location. Uh, and, and put it around Kester's he neck. Looks, he looks down on it, and it's got, like, um... It's got, like, um, the stylized bee that Blackjack has on all this stuff. I got this from a very good friend of mine. Do you know Blackjack? I do! He's, like, a big hero, isn't he? Yeah! Oh, my... My gods! He's... Did you get this from Blackjack? I did. And you know what? Well, I want you to keep it safe for me, okay? Okay. And he's looking up at you. His eyes are sparkling. He's like, is this really from Blackjack? Yeah. Did he did he touch it? He did. Mom, look. They got me a Blackjack amulet. Now, you need to keep that very safe, okay? Okay. All right. Wear it every day. Okay. I'm going to tell all my friends that i got a Blackjack amulet. This is really neat. That's so cool. Actually... Could you keep it secret, though? Oh. Just, Blackjack likes to work in the shadows, and this makes you oh. a special agent of Blackjack. Oh, I work for Blackjack now. But you have to be completely secret about it. Oh, okay. You need yeah. to wear this amulet all the time, and you need to keep it secret, okay? Okay. All right. I can do that for Blackjack. Kester, I am so proud of you. Do you work with Blackjack? Yes. <gasps> Are we like superheroes now? Like the superhero team? Yeah. What's my power? I need a special power. You can see the future. I can see the future. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's as good as being able to swing on ropes and stuff, but... Well, I've heard from uh, Siren that swinging on ropes is something you can learn how to do even if you don't have superpowers. Ooh. Okay. I'll try then. No, 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 no swinging careful. on ropes. <laughs> All right. Um, anyway, and we'll, we'll say our goodbyes. Um, okay. I have removed the amulet of proof against detection and location from Ophelia's sheet. Okay. Uh, and now Kester has it. Yeah. 
Excellent. <laughs> what day is it? It's <laughs> not relevant for any reason. Tuesday. <laughs> uh, Actually, I think it's Monday. It is Monday. Ah, uh, it is Monday, isn't it? Yeah, because Monday the twenty second. Yesterday was Sunday. Today is Monday. Okay. So. All right. So, you do that. Kester seems fine. Good. And now. No Hell Knights or anybody else, whoever they are, will be able to scry on him. Yes. Um, or at least it will be very difficult for them. Yes. And hopefully. And that- for, for those of you playing at home, an amulet of proof against detection and location uh, is a very expensive item. It, pre- it protects the wearer from scrying in magical locations just as a non-detection spell would. Uh, if a divination spell is attempted against the wearer, the caster must succeed on a caster level check. Uh, that's they roll a d20 and add their caster level against a DC 19 as if the wearer had cast non-detection on himself. Cool. So hopefully that'll make it a little harder for them to uh, scry on Kester. Now, uh, uh, like, I, I wouldn't, I would, I would be less worried if we didn't have, like, that extra little end credit scene of Strickland yes. uh, being alive again. Do it, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> um, well, you don't. No, no, but, you know, we just, we just had, a uh, our, our, um, we'll say vulnerable painter friend, um, go into uh, a fit of maniacal laughter about how we can't be safe from them uh, and how Kester yes. isn't safe from them. And so I'm just like, you know what? You know what? I have a thing. Let's just put it on Kester. Maybe it'll help. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. And maybe uh, it will help. And maybe it and will help. It and then it didn't. Uh, <laughs> no, no, it, it might help. I might, I might help a bit. <laughs> All right. So... Um, nearby here in the heights, in uh, the heights. there is a, a sewer. Yes. A sewer opening. Yes. Um, yeah, you will have been given directions to get to this by the broker below. Yes. Um, and so, uh, you will head down into the sewers. Yes. Yep. yep. Looking for, uh, this place that's supposed to be beneath the heights. Um, you will gather. You'll gather from uh, from what the broker told you, right? Mm-hmm. Basically, the broker told you that the the location itself is somewhere between uh, the pyramid and Academy. Uh-huh. But in order to get there, you're going to have to travel underground for quite a while. Okay. Because it's very deep. All right. Um, and so. First, you're going to end up. You're going to enter into the sewers, and then uh, he's given you a path which follows several layers of sewers, going through like the more recent ones and down down into some older sewers. Okay. Um, including uh, uh, some very large old sewers that like kind of most of them empty into, and then this goes on to like the ocean. Uh huh. Uh, as we're going, uh, Lenore will put up sea invisibility. Um, I don't have any other uh, buffs that I would like to put up at this time. Okay. Uh, and um, actually, when you're when you're in the the lower level sewers, right? Mm-hmm. Who who has knowledge engineering? 
Engineering. Yes. Um, Damien and Ophelia and Lenore. Okay. Um, can you give me uh, a knowledge engineering from? Uh... Yeah. Sure. Uh, Damien. Damien. No, Damien got a natural one. Okay. Well, um, uh, everybody can roll. Yeah. Uh, Ophelia. Damien has no idea. Uh, he's like, so you get to this lower level and you're like, this, the, the, the construction of these sewers looks very different from what you're used to in Corvos and sewers from okay. the many times you've now been in Corvos and sewers. Ophelia got a 14. Okay. And Lenore helps with an 11. So 16. Um, so, uh, with a, with a total of what? 16. Okay. Total of 16. Uh, you will, uh, so when you get into this lower level that um, you were told you need to get down into, uh-huh. the structure is very different from the sewers that you're used to. You know, you're usually used to these like these like uh, circular tunnels um, with like culverts running down or like culverts running down the center, right? Mm-hmm. And like um, and like uh, you know little pathways on either side, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. When you get into the lower level here. You, you will find a place that has, like, colonnades. Oh. With, like, I... these huge pillars. We're talking, like, 15-foot-in-diameter stone pillars uh-huh. that, like, go in lines. Uh, <gasps> and and have, like, these huge channels underneath them. Ooh. Um, with, like, arched bridges crossing over in places. Metal braziers, uh, which uh, are not lit, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I've I've got I've got the bad goosebumps like like yeah. uh, hair rising like, on the back yeah, of my neck. Ceilings like thirty feet high. Uh, is uh, is this a city under the city under the city? Basically, you'll you'll have areas where there's just these long lines of columns um, with almost temple-like uh recesses on the sides oh my god uh in which there are uh like basins and pipes that seem to have like rusted away that once probably fed into this sewer but now like every now and then there'll be basically just a, a culvert uh that almost looks like it was smashed through the wall and then pipe and then like and then like a channel routed so that water from the corvos and sewers will flow into this oh i hate this by, by hate this, I mean I love this, but the implications are extremely concerning. This like the Roman Empire was here, and then it got buried, yeah. and then Corvos and sewers came. Yes. Oh fuck! Um, but you're not able to figure out like a distinction of like you know why it's like this. Yeah. It's just you're you're not familiar with this level of complexity in the Corvos and sewers. If if Ophelia were in her social identity, Damien could re-roll his knowledge check. But she <laughs> but alas, she is siren right, right. now. <laughs> um and as you're actually going through this area, I, I would like you guys to make a survival check. Yes. I to would like find to find the way uh that was described to you. Yes, I would like to have my weapons out as well. Alright, survival. Everybody gets to roll. Damien eleven only you'd roll a 10 on your knowledge check, Damien. Um, survival Unia. Eight. <laughs> Ophelia. Oh, she's got a zero. Come on, Ophelia. You can do it. Uh, that's cocked, which is a shame because it was almost a 16. Uh, 
Nine. <laughs> Lenore. Actually, pretty good at survival. Four. Wow. Wow, you guys <laughs> suck at this, don't you? Shut what up. is your total? Um, so uh Damien got an eleven and Lenore got a twelve, so um wow. fourteen. You guys are fucking lost. Damn it. <laughs> uh, so you're 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 admiring the stonework down here for some time and then you realize hey, didn't he say that if that if we got to um that if we got to uh, the statue of the Nereid that we would that we'd gone too far? Then you go Wait, you mean the statue of the Nereid we passed like twenty minutes ago? <laughs> Fuck. Um <laughs> Uh, who who rolled worse? I'm I'm trying to figure out. Uni and Ophelia both rolled bad. Okay, so Uni Uni is like, was I supposed to say something when we saw the statue of the Nereid? I really thought it was more of a dryad. <laughs> My apologies. I'm not very familiar with Fay. <laughs> you should have asked someone else. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, <laughs> and so you guys are fucking lost, and uh. You will be wandering for quite a while. Um, eventually, you are actually getting kind of tired. Because, uh. um, like, it, you, you've now been wandering for several hours trying to find... Apparently, there's, like, some sort of, some sort of destroyed channel that you're supposed to be looking for. But you just can't find it. Uh. And you, like, double back and you look down, like, three separate ways. And you're like, at a certain point, it's kind of like... Where are all these fucking things going? You know, I thought it was impossible for hooves to get blisters. I have been proven wrong on this day. Uh, I suppose we'll sit, take a little rest. Okay. Uh, and, um... See, invisibility would be down. Yeah, right. yeah, by now. Um, now, eventually, you will see some torches in the distance. And the sound of echoing footsteps. Smells like a random encounter to me. Yes. Um, let's uh, let's stand back up. Uh, let's put up a couple buffs. Um, Damien uh, is gonna cast uh, what last minute per level? Um, uh, Damien's gonna cast shield. Uh, Unia is going to cast iron skin. Uh, and you see, you hear the hurried footsteps of people who seem to be wearing armor. Ophelia is um, going to hide. They're about like a hundred feet off right now. Um, you can see them because of the torchlight, but you get the feeling that they can't see you. Okay, should I make a stealth check? Um, sure. All right, uh, let's roll stealth check. Stealth check. Everybody hunkers down. And it's very quiet. Damien got a twenty-five. Okay. Oh, sorry, a twenty-eight. Damien got a twenty-eight. Uh, Damien got a twenty-eight. Unia got a fifteen. Um. Ophelia got a oh my god um a thirty three oh and uh does and free action activates her ring of chameleon power forty three uh and Lenore got a natural twenty twenty one <laughs> okay all right uh so twenty one for Lenore uh twenty eight for Damien fifteen for Unia and forty three. Damn. For Ophelia. Damn. All right. Uh, so as these guys are getting closer, you can start to hear uh, that they are talking. 
as they're getting closer, uh, you will see that they are humans. Okay. Um, and they are dressed as Corvosan guards. One of them is holding a map. One of them is holding a torch. Uh, and the one with the map is sort of like um, tracing uh, out a root with his finger. And you'll hear hear one of the ones that's not carrying either of these things uh, saying, "Are you sure it's around here?" Uh, I like yeah yeah yeah. We're supposed to be if 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 uh. If the statue of the Nereid was there, that means that that means that uh, <laughs> that if we keep falling this way, we'll end up at near uh, university. <laughs> Are you sure? I. Which way's north? How am I supposed to know which way north is? <laughs> You're the one holding the map. Aren't you supposed to be keeping track of which way we've turned? <laughs> okay. Well, the statue of the Nereid was here, right? I thought it looked more like a dryad, actually. <laughs> Unia looks at the rest of the party and like and makes a face like I told you. Look, we're supposed to meet the guy at we're supposed to meet the guy at seven p.m. and if we if we don't get there on time, this whole deal is gonna fall through. Can I have can can Damien use the deck to cast major image? Yes, I would like the major image to. Uh, now, be I will tell you though, because you are in a sewer. And uh, there's not a lot of cover. There will be a giant flash of light when you cast the spell. And whether or not they believe the image, they'll probably be able to have tell, been able to tell that somebody cast a spell. Mm. So you will probably give yourself away. Um, also, your voice will echo through the sewer because, you know. Um, okay, okay. Um, so, all right, we're going to do, we're, we're not going to do that. We're going to do your uh, bog standard bluff. Um which is um, Ophelia will sneak up behind them and in her biggest, scariest voice go, Guards of Corvosa! <laughs> Amazing. Okay, okay. And they jump and draw their weapons. What the fuck? How, I, far, how far away are you? Um, are you in the torchlight range? No, or? no, I'm in the shadows. Okay. Um, Ophelia can be using shadow <laughs> shroud if, uh, if necessary. It doesn't seem like they can see you. <laughs> I am a spirit who haunts these sewers. They, one of them draws a crossbow and is like, ah. And you have intruded upon my domain. Ponced? Is that a word? Shh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Easy now, spirit. We are the rightful protectors of this city. You have drawn both my wrath and my ire. Um. Also, that statue is definitely a Nereid. Okay. What, what, what would you have us do, spirit? In order to appease me that I do not kill you immediately. Yes, yes, spirit. You must give, you must drop your map here and retreat whence you came without the map we'll be lost here forever <laughs> would you rather be lost or be dead uh roll intimidate <laughs> um an 18 uh there you go spirit we we mean you no harm uh take our map Spirits use map. Why do you need a map? One of one of them actually goes like, "Why do you need a map?" I am bored and like to look at pictures. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Take the map. Look, there's a way up. There's a way up. Just just a couple, couple uh, just like a 
uh, a few. Please, ah, please. It's, there's, a, there's a way up a couple tunnels over. Uh, let's just go there. But what about? Leave what about, this place. Okay. It's like, well, what about Bull? It's like, fuck Bull. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Cressida's is gonna have her asses for this. Who's Bull? Bull. Can I make a knowledge local check? Knowledge nobility. Knowledge nobility. Okay. <laughs> Ophelia. They, they're putting down the map and they're leaving. Excellent. Um. All right. Ophelia got a twenty on knowledge nobility. Bool would be Guildmaster Bool, the head of the Cerulean Society. Oh. <laughs> which is the Thieves Guild of Corvosa. When they say Cressida's gonna have her ass for this. Wait, Cressida? Yes, um, Spirit, the, the Field Marshal of Corvosa, we work for her. Um, uh, I think there's been a misunderstanding. Uh, Ophelia will come out into the torchlight, hold up her hands. They, 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 one of them who was sort of like in the midst of walking away holds a siren. Hi. Of the cover of, are you a spirit? The spirit no, is taking no, on the image no, of siren. No, 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 no. I'm very sorry. I thought you meant us harm. You all can come out now. Did, did, did that, I'm, I'm working on Roll diplomacy. <laughs> <laughs> the spirit's taking on the form of siren. Hero of Corvosa. That's a thirty-four. Okay. And uh, one of them who's been who's like who's like shakily holding a holding a bow at the ready, like with an arrow knocked, like foul spirit, get back. One of them will go. Hold on, hold on. I think it might really be her. Sorry, we're not sure who to trust. And one of, and one of them's gonna like walk up. And hold out a hand, like as if to shake your hand. Uh, Ophelia will reach out, shake. Right. So you're real then. Yes. So the whole spirit thing was. It was a ruse. My deepest apologies. We don't know who to trust these days. <laughs> yeah, who does, right? We didn't know you were working for Cressida. We also work for Cressida. Now you're trying. You got lost down here too. Yeah. Ugh. Gosh. It's everything. All these columns, they all look the same. Yeah. Oh. Um, also, that that statue of the Nereid is really ambiguous. Yeah, uh, I know, It's right? really not clear what kind of fae it is. Yeah, I mean, if you can't see, like, like any of, like, the color of it, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm very sorry for scaring you. Oh, it's okay. What are you guys doing down here? Um, we... Are you here for the meeting with Bool? No, no. We were actually... We're looking... Oh, for... shit. I'm probably not supposed to tell you about the meeting it's, with Bool. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. We are actually looking for a pool that Otiugs like to hang out at. Oh, they're all uh, knowledge. Geography. Oh, fuck. They don't fucking know anything about this. <laughs> uh, Otiugs? You're, you're looking for Otiugs? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that seems weird. Uh, usually they just kind of find you. Or find yeah. stuff. Okay. Um. So you haven't noticed any, like, like underground waterfalls or anything underground like waterfalls that. no okay well i mean i guess if there's a waterfall it's probably somewhere where the water is flowing too have you felt have you tried just following the flow of water no we haven't considered that okay well um <laughs> well that way uh, is west and so that'll lead out into the into uh the bay okay um 
And we know there's no waterfall there because it just kind of flows out. Yeah. So we have to go the opposite direction. Well, somewhere else. Okay. So if you see water flowing another direction, you might want to go that way. Okay. Okay. Most of the sewer. So the sewers are all kind of laid out on a grid, right? Uh -huh. Where everything flows um, first south and then west. Mm -hmm. So if you find anything that's not flowing west or south. Okay. Okay. You probably want to do that. Um. And if it flows south and then goes east, that's not Corvos and stuff. Okay. Okay. Um, speaking of not Corvos and stuff, do you know what all this is? Oh, it's, this is all stuff that was here before the city. This is the city before the city? I think it was Shawanti or something. Oh, okay. Hmm. All right, well. Um, actually, Damien, if you want to roll, uh, knowledge history. Yeah. <laughs> Damien. Damien. And he says it's Shawanti or something. Yeah. Doubt. Um... God damn it. Uh, 17. Um, that's enough to know that this is definitely not Shawanti All right. architecture. Okay. Um, obviously, you you haven't been able to identify it by looking at it. I mean, you're not super familiar with Shawanti architecture, but you know that it's mostly like wooden structures uh, on the surface. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, maybe some stone buildings, but um, not like this. Shawanti not really known for their columns. Huh. I don't know, then. Whatever. It's always been here. Yeah. All uh, right. Sometimes we got to flush out criminals down here, mm. which weirdly is also what brings us down here. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, let's not. Okay. Well, we have a work. meeting to keep. Yeah. Let's not uh, impede your work any further. Uh, let's see if we can find what we're looking for. Okay. Well, hopefully that helps you. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. With that, you may make new survival checks. Um, with a, I think a plus two. Okay. Because they help. Because they helped. That's wonderful. Yeah, okay. they, they, they aided you. All right. They're going to keep their map, though. Dam yeah, that's fine. Damien uh, got a 20. So with that additional plus two, that's a 22. Um, Unia. Unia got the natural one this time. They're, they're, still, they're still completely caught up on that stupid statue. Ophelia got a six. <laughs> Good lord. Uh, for a total of eight. And Lenore... Oh, thank God. Lenore got a 22 as well. Okay, okay. <laughs> so Damien and Lenore uh, lead Uni and Ophelia. Ophelia's like, oh, that was so embarrassing. I really thought they were with uh, with Iliosa. That's, this is this is awful. It's okay. It was funny. <laughs> Amazing. Um, <laughs> what is your total? Uh, sorry, uh, 24. 24, okay. Um, so with a 24... Uh, you will eventually actually find a place where the water is not flowing in the direction that they seem to be indicating. That's around, you think, where you were supposed to be. <laughs> oh, hey, um, there's the statue again. That's a different statue. Come on. <laughs> that's a statue of a naiad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the same statue. No. <laughs> anyway. I'm pretty sure. No, no. Come on. Anyway. <laughs> Um, hold on, I need to go to the bathroom. Okay. Uh, here we go. All right. So. So. You will find a place where the water is running. Where the water um does not seem to be running the way that it's supposed to have been indicated. All right. It's basically, like, there's a south-flowing uh, channel, uh, and uh, as you follow it, the pace seems to be picking up a bit. 
Ooh. Uh, and eventually, um, you will come to a place where it appears that part of the ceiling caved in. And the the tunnel that you're in opens out onto a cavern. Okay. With the water flowing down in a cascade uh, through the rubble. All right. Uh, and there has been a, a small tunnel off to the side that seems to have been, like, dug into the stone with, um. like, uh, some crude... Uh, steps carved into it. Okay. Does it look like it could have potentially been made by Oteugs? It looks like it was made by small creatures, and the tunnel is sized for small creatures. Okay. All right. So we'll we'll scrunch ourselves down. Uh, I think. Um, uh, yeah. We'll we'll scrunch ourselves down and move as carefully as we can. Okay. Um, I I feel like there are probably. Um. Does 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 Damien remember like a like a friendly Otiug smell to uh to exude? Um, um let me look up Otiugs again. <laughs> Prestidigitation is nice. Okay. Um friendly smells. You have um uh you have uh some some ones that might be useful. Smoke means come quickly, but that might have an urgency to it that might suggest danger. Uh-huh. Uh, sour apples is I'm hungry, got food. Wet fungus is delicious food here. All right. Um, time for a moot is the smell of ammonia. Ah, I I suppose we would want to talk uh, if there are OTX here. So Damien will begin exuding the smell of pneumonia, or of ammonia. God, um, uh, uh, ammonia okay. using uh, precedent. Oh. Overripe fruit is looking for a mate. Oh, no. <laughs> No, the no. Onion is I am lost. Oh, okay. Um, well, I think we're gonna exude the smell of um, um, ammonia. Ammonia. Uh, Damien will uh be pressed digitating the smell of ammonia, much to the chagrin of the other three party members who are going through this tiny cramp tunnel. Okay. <laughs> and um, basically, so you'll be digging through this tunnel for a while until you come to a place where the tunnel opens out onto what seems to be a slanted floor. Okay. Uh, and there's there's a bunch, there's like a stone, what looks like a stone table that has had part of it collapsed on a side. Um, it looks very weathered. Uh, in the corner of the room, there's pooling water. Does the pooling water look like we saw in the uh, the scry? Uh, no, it kind of looks like it's like welling up uh, from somewhere behind. So basically, it seems like you're in a slanted room. Okay. Right. Uh, and this little tunnel just sort of opens onto the slanted room. Okay. Um, as if it was carved out of the wall of the room and into the sewer above. Like somebody lives here. Um. I mean, like somebody burrowed into this place okay. and they aren't necessarily connected. Okay. All right. There's like rubble all over the lower, all over the lower end of the room. Okay. Uh, which is where the water is sort of pooling around the rubble. Okay. Um, and then it's kind of like draining into, uh, like basically it's sloped where uh, the northeast corner of it mm -hmm. 
is uh, the lowest point. Okay. And so the southwest corner would be uh, the highest point. Okay. And you kind of came in around the southwest corner. Okay. Um, and then there's a doorway um, in the like around the center of the north wall. Okay, so we'll stand up in the room, stretch the uh, cramps out yeah. of our backs. The, the room is the room is much bigger. Um, it has, I mean, there's a lot of rubble and debris here, um, but like it looks like there's the remains of a stone table, uh, and then there's just a lot of stuff growing around it. Okay. Like, there's some bioluminescent fungus lighting the area. Okay. Okay. Um, Pretty. Does it look like does it look like somebody has been here recently? Not uh, from what you're seeing here. Okay. Um, uh, actually, give me a survival check. Okay. All right. <laughs> Just give me one survival check of whoever you think will do the best. Lenore. <laughs> So, uh 16 um okay 16 is okay yeah there are little muddy footprints uh <gasps> in, of what looked like a small creature uh coming into here uh and actually uh you'll see that the footprints uh were coming in through the little tunnel and they go through the doorway okay because we did see that there was that little goblin lady with yes with portobello yeah the tracks do seem to be consistent with probably like a goblin okay okay so um we will follow the little the little muddy footprints All right so uh following through there um there will be uh, a room that has moss growing on on basically every surface in here mm. um this like bioluminescent moss Pretty. Uh, that's sort of like growing around the edges uh and uh, there's little stone shelves carved into the walls that are all that like um, one of the rooms actually has some uh, fungus uh, nicely wrapped and put on one of the shelves oh. and obviously the room's at an angle so it's all kind of rolled into a corner of the shelf <laughs> that's basically the shelf is like in a recess yeah uh, and then there's little um, there's on the floor, there are some like little metal devices uh, and tools mm -hmm. that seem very old. Okay. Um, uh, can we pick one of those up? Um, I'm gonna make sure we have our um, our weapons put away, um, and uh, let's see if anybody remembers the name of the goblin. Okay. Damien got an int check of 23. So I think Damien remembers that the goblin's name is Squelch. Yes. Uh, and Damien will sort of call out quietly, uh, Squelch, hello, we're the cover of night. Your voice echoes through the stone rooms. We, we don't mean any harm. We'd like to talk. Uh, no response. Um, uh, uh, Ophelia uh, is going to reach down and pick up one of the little metal devices. Does it look familiar? Does it look like recognizable as a tool? Um, let me check this real quick. Um, one of them, uh, it's basically, there's a series of metal arms coming off like uh, radially off of a central rod. Okay. Uh, it seems that the arms could move independently, but they're all kind of bent and they don't really move properly. Huh. Uh, and then... Um, 
Damien, if you can give me a knowledge arcana. All right. Specifically Damien. Cert he certainly can. That's a 29. Okay. Damien, you would recognize this seems to be a broken uh, orrery. Oh. Orreries are used to track, like, the motion of the planets. Uh, and actually looking around, you'll find, like, a small orb that, uh, it, it's just, it's just like a, it's like a brass orb. Damien looks at the broken orrery. Well, Avalon's in retrograde. <laughs> Most of the planets are not here. Uh, and looking at the orb, you... You could tell that it probably fits on one of the arms, mm -hmm. but you can't tell which one. Yeah. Okay. Because the scale's not clear. Yeah. So there's a broken orrery. And there's, then there's some, like, as you're sort of looking, there, there is a lot of, there is a lot of debris on the lower end of the room. Okay. Like pieces of stone and metal and glass. Like this was previously a room that was like, there was a lot of fancy stuff in here. Probably. And now, a very long time ago. A very, very long time ago. And now it's all broken. Yeah, the only the only materials that seem to have held any of their shape are stone and metal and, and glass. Okay. Um, um, well, um, we'll put down the broken orrery pieces. Uh, and um, In fact, um, the lower end, which is sort of like sunken into this water, also has like a layer of dirt under it uh, of... Stuff that has decomposed and is just soil now. Yeah. And it has, like, little fungus and stuff growing on it. Oh. Um, all right. Well, we will uh, continue down. Okay. So, um, this will eventually open up into a onto a wooden bridge that spans a large chasm. And uh, through here, you can hear the sound of a waterfall. Ooh. Uh, there is a glittering blue pool uh, of a, a waterfall falling down into it that uh, as the water enters it, it sort of like swirls with uh, with uh, this reddish light. This is it. This is the place. Portobello! Um, uh, Damien will continue. And Damien will begin exuding your, ammonia. Your voice is sort of drowned out by the sound of the waterfall. <laughs> drowned. Ha. Uh, <laughs> Hello? Portobello! Um, ammonia, ammonia, ammonia. God damn it, that stinks. So yes. you're coming out of a building that seems to be collapsed at an angle, opening into this large cavern. Uh-huh. Uh, it's looking back at it, you can see that it looks like a quite large building, actually, that has fallen through the ceiling on its side with rubble built up around the edges and broken pieces of columns uh, all around you. Wow. Actually, let me remove some of this. Because you can actually see out into here. Um, let me put some. Let me put some lights out. Let us risk a little more. Can you see the lights? Yes, they're like little, little blue, little blue glowies. I see some OTUGs as well. Right. So um, there's little bioluminescent fungus all around, that um, that like sort of lights the area a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can see a couple Otiugs down, uh, at the lower level. That's about, that's about 50 or 60 feet down. Okay. Um, actually, is, no, let's, there, it's about a hundred feet down from where this bridge is. Oh my God. Um, and the bridge seems much newer. Oh, huh. And you can actually see, um, in, uh, 
the corner over here, there's actually like a little plot of land where little trees are growing. Uh, and there's like, uh, and there's like, um, like, like little, little trees with white leaves are growing down here. And there is a little goblin person, uh, tending to an Otiug that's sort of like leaning against the water's edge. <laughs> and you can't really hear anything from this distance because there is a giant waterfall. <laughs> it's very loud. Okay. Uh, so is there a way down from the bridge or should we like cast fly and, uh, attempt uh, to get down? <laughs> um, the, the bridge seems to be going over to another building okay. that's sort of at a different angle with the bridge sort of built in a way that kind of connects these two collapsed buildings. Okay. All right. Well, um, okay. Um, what's, what's the over under you think on, um, Damien and Ophelia casting fly and then being able to carry Unia and Lenore down? What? On Damien and who casting fly? Ophelia. Oh my god, what is Damien's max carry weight? Um, they both have a strength score of 10. Um, let me check your party loot sheet because I think that is fucking impossible. Let's see. Damien's max carry weight is 90 pounds. Ophelia's max carry weight is 100 pounds. You also have a bag of holding. Yes. And how much does Lenore weigh? Lenore weighs. I know I should never ask a lady about her weight, but. <laughs> um, I think Lenore, uh, fully kitted out, probably weighs about two hundred pounds. Okay. Um, so you could theoretically put one of them in the bag of holding. <laughs> Each of us carries, each of them carries Unia by one arm down. No, okay, there's climbing gear in the bag because we got climbing gear for- Do you want to check out the bridge? Oh, is there, I, I mean, I was worried there wasn't going to be a way down on the bridge. Uh, yes. Do you want to check out the bridge? Yes, yes, <gasps> let's check out the bridge. Uh, there's, a, there's a sparkly quest marker over on the bridge. There's stairs <laughs> there's, at there's, the light. There's stairs? Oh wait, there's Oh! Oh, I you can see, see that. stairs on the far side. Sorry, the um the Sorry, the, I didn't the, specify that. Uh you do see stairs on the far side. Okay. We will cross the bridge to go over to find the stairs. All right. Now, these stairs uh, appear to have been uh they the stairs while, while the rest of it seems to be like quarried uh, and cut stone, this seems to just be the same kind of stone that's on the wall. Hmm. Almost like somebody cast a spell to shape it. Yeah, that would take a closer inspection. <laughs> um, well, we're going over to the stairs. Okay. What is the make and model of these stairs? The stairs do appear to be some sort of stretched stone that matches the stone from around, uh, from around the area. Oh, hey, like, like the, uh, like, like at Van Carlo's place. Like at Van Carlo's, yes. Okay. Um... Interesting. However, um, the amount of 
So we're talking about 100 feet worth of stairs. Yeah. Which... Uh, I believe the spell can only do uh, 10 cubic feet plus one cubic foot per level. Yes. So, so this would have taken a while. Yeah, many castings. Yes. Uh, okay. And it's like a spiral staircase going down. Okay. Okay. So either the OTUGs have learned how to cast spells or uh, maybe this goblin lady can. Okay. Uh, we will, we're, we're going to head down, um, but we're going to call out again as we head down the stairs. Bordabello! Squelch! We're the cover of night. You. We don't mean any harm. Um, and uh, can you roll uh, perception for for Squelch? Yes, I can. Twenty nine. Yeah, Squelch, you don't hear anything. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> um, uh, Damien will continue to uh, exude ammonia smell. People, uh, the the rest of the party has made him stand behind them. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, so that they are no longer uh, right. downwind of him. Yeah, and all around uh, in this area, uh, and now that you're close enough that your dark vision can engage and see see the non-lit areas, there's like, um, actually, how would Squelch have like made this place a little more friendly? Um, so I feel like um, there are little clumps of bioluminescent fungus in uh, aesthetically pleasing locations, and there's maybe like... Um, a little footpath or something um, of uh, sort of smoothed or flat stones that it, like a little rock garden of sorts okay. um, that has been laid out as a little path to the water uh, with little clumps of bioluminescent fungi uh, sort of here and there along it. Mm. Um, you know, not, not so much to provide light as to provide ambiance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's, I, I would say, like, it, it's sort of got, like, a nice cobbled texture, like, um, whoever put the stones here uh, took a great deal of care in selecting which stones to put on the footpath, and also has probably had a lot of time. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, and you will see uh, near one of these uh, patches of bioluminescent fungi, there's, like, a giant collapsed column that matches the uh, style of the ones that you saw from above. Ooh. Um, and yeah, you get you guys can see that these OTGs are sort of like going around, and um, one of them one of them sniffs at the uh, small at the smaller OTG. Like the the OTGs that you see moving around are very big. They are huge creatures, like like um, fifteen foot space. Uh, they're like 20 feet tall. They're the biggest OTUGs we've ever seen. They're the seen. biggest OTUGs you've ever seen. Um, Lenore is just going to take a hard-boiled egg out of her pocket <laughs> uh-huh. and hold it up. Okay. And at one point, one of them is going to be sort of like lumbering this way. And then uh, when it gets to uh, within dark vision range, go. Fine. We're, we're, we're here to talk. We're here to talk. Uh, Damien. Damien comes forward and like uh, 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 anxiously uh, prestidigitates some more ammonia smell. Um, I am going to need you to roll initiative. <gasps> Dang it. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Damien. <laughs> oh, Damien, bless him. Uh, got a 7.05. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so two people have rolled twos on initiative so far. Who's that? Uh, Unia has got a 3.01. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. 
Oh, did you need to get a boost to initiative? Yeah, they have a plus one now because of the Dusty Gross Prison Mind Stone. Oh, they got an Iron Stone. Yeah. Uh, Ophelia has a 19, a .06. Lenore has... Oh, my freaking word. Lenore has a 24.08. And Squelch... Squelch freaking wins out on initiative with a 25.08. Um, Portobello? Portobello, Portobello, Portobello. Portobello got an 18.02. Uh, so mostly just Damien and Unia did not roll well in initiative. Uh, what did Squelch get? Uh, Squelch got a 25.08. Alright. So, Squelch, you hear one of the uh, OTUGs, uh Bellow Squelch is going to run forward, pulling out her scimitar and uh, run 30 feet to look out around the um, the columns. Do you guys have any lights up? Uh, no, we would not. Okay. Uh, but uh, I do have 60 feet of dark vision. So if I can't see uh, from here, Okay, uh, Squelch would continue to run until um, whoever it is is in sight. Okay. Uh, so Squelch right. will move another 30 feet. So Squelch, you are moving up. All right, from there, you now see just the edge of your dark vision, a tiefling man and a humanoid woman. And then there's another humanoid behind them, just at the edge, just coming into the edge of your dark vision. They don't have their weapons out. Though the humanoid woman is holding an egg, uh, <laughs> and the the tiefling man is uh, casting some sort of spell, and Squelch is going to point her scimitar at the tiefling man. No magic, not yeah. down here. Damien, uh, give me a perception, as the roar of the waterfall uh, melds with Squelch's voice. <laughs> Ooh, twenty eight. All right. Um, I think that that is enough. You hear um, this this small goblin-like... Actually, can you describe what Squelch actually looks like? Um, so right now, Squelch uh, looks like uh, a little goblin lady. She's dressed in a blue dragon hide uh, set of armor uh, and is holding a dark wood buckler and a little scimitar. Mm -hmm. um, and... You say, you say goblin... Um, yeah, so she's, uh, you know, she's got like the, the little beady red eyes and the mm. wide mouth full of sharp teeth yes. and the big bat-like ears, uh, yes. that are characteristic of goblins. And then she's got, uh, yeah, she's got the, um, the, she's, she looks very well kitted out. Uh, she's yes. got armor. She's, uh, got like some glowing mushrooms tied to her belt. Um, and some, Bob you know, various, in the, in the yeah, dark. various, various little trinkets and stuff. Okay. Um, Right. As some of the white leaves from the trees and things like that. Um, Actually, I'm gonna have you emit some light. And she is she is pointing her little scimitar. She she looks very fierce. Um, like despite her small size, she looks very fierce. And uh, pointing her little scimitar at Damien uh, uh, strikes fear into uh, the young tiefling's heart. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, uh, Lenore. Lenore. Uh, uh, the Otiog is just bellowed at you. Um, there is a goblin that has yelled at Damien of no magic down here. Lenore's gonna um, make sure her hands are up. Uh, she's gonna step forward. We don't mean any harm. 
Uh, we we just want to talk. We have food. Um, she will uh, step forward, uh, sort of into dark vision range, uh, and um, hold out the egg to the bellowing Otiag. It's not much, but we have more. Uh, we we don't we don't mean any harm. Right. Sorry um, about the magic. Ophelia. <laughs> um, or is Lenore doing anything else, or just? Uh, should I make some sort of diplomacy roll, or? Um, diplomacy takes some time. So. Okay. Okay. So yeah. we're we are diplomatizing. You are starting the diplomacy. Okay. So Lenore is holding out her Lenore is holding out her hard boiled egg. She'll she'll say also uh, maybe a little bit more quietly, food for baby. Mm-hmm. Um, Ophelia, her fingers itching to draw her weapon, thinks better of it. Okay. Uh, and uh, comes forward to stand next to Lenore. We don't mean any harm. We're we're just here to talk. We are we're here to help a friend of ours. Portobello? And Squelch, you will recognize Portobello seems to be the name that this uh, young Otiog you've been caring for uh, goes by. Or rather, it said Porbobelbo. Squelch's large bat-like ears perk up. Oh, that makes more sense than Porbobelbo. Portobello, come over here! Right. Uh, what will Portobello do? Portobello will uh, follow Squelch's uh, um, recommendation. Uh, Portobello will double move to um, get next to Squelch. Uh, and can and Portobello will see Lenore. Right, Portobello, Portobello sees Lenore with an Aggie. And uh, Portobello has a little bit of movement left. Um, Portobello will use uh, his remaining movement to sort of just like not quite trample over Squelch, but sort of like with some excitement, uh, so, like puppy-like excitement almost. Push I think him. I think uh, I think might make a uh, combat maneuver to move over. Combat maneuver to move over, <laughs> to move over Squelch. Yes. <laughs> um, well, he got a fifteen on die to do that. Um, so if his if his uh, combat, yeah, his combat maneuver check is more than Gosh. enough to overcome yeah, Squelch's you, you, CMD. You overrun uh, Squelch, Squelch, you fall prone <laughs> as the Otiag just bounds over you. <laughs> Portobello flails his little his little tentacles. Food for baby. <laughs> Damien. Is going to run for, use 30 feet of movement to run forward to pat Portobello on the on the eye tentacle. Um, when you get into range, uh, the the bigger Otiog actually takes a tentacle to like push you back. Oh oh, so- sorry sorry. Uh, and you can tell it could have like hit you to damage you, but it really it, it what it does is it just moves its tentacle out and just holds it there in front of you. Oh, and no welcome here. Sorry sorry. Um, can you smell the ammonia? We just want to talk. <laughs> And, uh, and it just goes, looks at Squelch. Yeah. <laughs> Squelch is face down in the dirt. Smells <laughs> mm. mm. nice. Humans. No trust humans. 
Damien, Damien's just gonna keep holding his hand up, reaching it out to Portobello. Then uh, the other Otiag is going to move here to threat to be in threatening range of everyone. As the two these two Otiags come up to these enormous Otiags come up to you and <laughs> take their tentacles and <laughs> sniff at you. Mooch. They look at Squelch. Mooch. Humans here. Moot. Moot. Humans. M- moot. No. We can we can moot we can moot. Humans moot squats. No here. Okay. Uh, and then Unia, are you doing anything in particular? Uh, Unia uh, is going to move forward to be with their friends and also uh, to to see Portobello. Um, Unia will. Portobello also- is wiggling very excitedly. Wiggling, wiggling, very, 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 oh, very puppy like. Uh, hello, Portobello. It is good to see you are well, and also large. You've grown a lot. <laughs> you are very big. Okay, and so now, um, now, um, uh, Squelch, uh, roll diplomacy. All right. Oh no, Squelch is to sort of like. <laughs> um, would this be to improve attitude? Uh, I believe so. Yes. Oh boy, I have a minus five to this. <laughs> Feck. Um. Two. Alright, um. The OTX seem very angry at humans being here. <laughs> we can, we can, we can, we can go somewhere else to, to talk. We can go somewhere else to talk. Okay, um, Lenore, uh, if you would like to, you can also, or Lenore and Ophelia, if you all would like, you can now attempt a diplomacy. All right, um, Lenore and Ophelia will roll. Uh, Lenore rolls, uh, natural one. Lenore is not paying attention. Lenore is busy focusing on, uh, Portobello reaching out with her eggy in hand. Uh, meanwhile, Ophelia. Wow, I am just rolling ass! Um, Ophelia's got a, a 23. 23? Yep. All right. So the Otiugs will sort of, uh, what do you say? Um, it's okay. We're friends of Portobello's. We're the cover of night. Um, this is, uh, Ophelia points at Lenore. This is Mama. Uh, Portobello will move forward and, uh, grab the end, the eggy. With uh, tentacle, uh, and, <laughs> Damien uh, being overrun. Yeah, oh, Damien, you're overrun. Um, and uh, uh, Portobello grabs the the eggy and starts licking Lenore's face, and the tongue is now basically uh, like it, as big as your entire head. Oh my God, you're disgusting. I love and you. And you just get this gross, garbage smelling OTO spit oh, all I over you. you. Miss you, hello. Uh, mama. Hi. Hello, mama. Hi. Oh. Uh, and then the you see the other the the other Otiugs sort of seeing this will combined with what Ophelia says, um, sort of back off. Go. No humans. Go. Okay. Okay. Um, we'll we'll take we'll, we'll go talk with uh, Portobello and uh, uh Squelch. Hi, nice to meet you. We're the cover of night. Um, hey. you're the. This is Portobello. He's uh, we rescued him. 
and um, the the Otiugs will actually take a step to either side of you and then closer, like, mm, they point toward the stairs. And we will uh, head stairward. Um, Squelch going with them? Yes. Okay. Um, Squelch, would you like to uh, inform them of anything about this place? Um, yeah, as we're walking, um, Squelch will explain. This place is, uh, is very important to Otiugs. It's, uh, um, sacred, special, no magic. Magic wakes the guardian. Waking the guardian is bad. Um, there, Portobello, when, when I found him, was very hurt. Uh, and Squelch will point out a, uh, a scar on the back of Portobello's leg. This was bleeding a A very ragged scar, like, looks like there was a very nasty, possibly saw-like cut. Mm Mm-hmm. This was bleeding a lot. Um, this water heals sick Otiugs, makes healthy Otiugs strong. Make Portobello big. Portobello big now. <laughs> lots of, lots of garbage to eat. The, the Otiug, the, the pool guardians will uh, move back to the pool and actually they'll start to drink a bit. Uh, and you can see that as they drink you, there's like, there's like, um, this red light that seems to swirl at the basin of the waterfall. As they drink, you can see it like almost like suffusing their bodies. Damien really wants to cast Detect Magic. He starts, he puts his hands up. Squelch jumps up to slap his hands. No magic! (laughs) Listen. If you don't listen... You get eaten by Otex, and I let it happen. And yeah, you can see there's this, there's, there's almost like deep beneath the pool, uh, a swirling red light. That basically, it seems that the 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 waterfall itself is churning up this light. Um, and then um, when the Otex drink, you can see the red light swirling around their tentacles. But what's the guardian? What what is it? What is it doing? Uh, Squatch, you've never actually seen the guardian, unless you wanted to test it. No. no. I I don't know. I don't want to find out. Squelch has stayed alive this long by not being stupid. Well, excuse me. <laughs> okay. Um now um do you guys have any questions for Squelch? So, um um yeah, so they'll uh the party will ask Squelch um would you like me to play Squelch for now, if that might make things easier? Um, or me to play the party, because I know the party a bit better? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, just, so, just so it's not just you talking to yourself I'm just the like time. sitting here spinning the plates, and I'm just like, ah! <laughs> Alright, um, so, uh, if we want to reverse real quick. Yeah! You get to GM a little bit here. <laughs> um, so, Damien uh, will be very... Uh, very curious about like there's glowing red lights and there's uh, all this all this all these ancient ruins that seem to have fallen through a cavern and he's just like look um i i I thank you very much for healing portobello it's very important what 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 is this place a ruin yeah yes but 
What kind of ruin? I don't know. Um, let me have Squelch make a knowledge. Uh, what check? Either history or engineering. Oh, I don't have either of those. Mm. Or linguistics. Linguistics. I thing. guess I have. I do have linguistics. Hot damn. 17. You'll know um, what languages do you speak? Common, undercommon, goblic, juridic, and celestial. You'll know that there are um, a lot of uh, inscriptions and strange runes on some of the fallen mm. pillars here. You don't know what they say, though. Nothing I know. Oh, um, um, do the do the inscriptions and strange runes look familiar to um, any of us? Um, would you like to investigate one of the collapsed pillars? Yeah, uh, Damien will go over. Right. Uh, I guess um, as you start moving closer, one of the pool guardians steps steps close uh, to block your path closer to the uh, pool. We we are looking at at the pillars. Mm. We're not we're not going to the pool. And they're sort of making sure that they form a bulwark against getting any closer. Pillars fine. Going over here. All right. Oh. So Damien will find on the pillars Thessalonian runes. Ah. That seem to indicate it's it's very academic language in a way that you you don't really recognize a lot of the words because it's it's honestly it's at a higher reading level than you're familiar mm-hmm, with mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it seems to be indicating that this is a place of study uh, uh-huh. a an attempt to recreate the power of the artifact i i don't know anything about an artifact um and uh unfortunately the the runes inscribed on the pillar uh, are broken off, and uh, it seems that much of the rest of the stone has crumbled away. Mm-mm. But it basically, there's stuff on there about how this place is an attempt to recreate the magic of some kind of artifact with powerful. Um, there's a word there that you look at it, and basically, it doesn't seem to have a direct translation into comet. Okay. It has a connotation of some sort of. Uh, actually, roll a knowledge history. Alrighty, Damien. twenty. All right. So that one, of the word here, it seems to have a double meaning. Okay. Uh, and you'll know from Thessalonian that there is this concept of these dualities of concepts mm-hmm. between virtue and sin. Okay. And you will know that this word could mean healing, or it could mean necromancy. Okay. Interesting. And it's sort of, in a way that suggests they are the same thing. <laughs> like an older edition of D&D. <laughs> in which healing magic was necromancy. Uh, no, it's... it's um. No, but 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 basically, it's talking about some artifact with powerful this energy, and and it either means necromancy or healing. Okay, um, and this is some attempt to recreate that. Yes, that would explain why the water can heal sick Otiugs. Uh, and then, like reading further on another piece of broken pillar, it will say uh, in like gold embossed lettering, "We do this." 
in service to her radiant majesty, Queen Sorshin, rune lord of love. Oh, okay. Queen of Eurythnia. Queen of Eurythnia. Okay. One thing that stands out to you, her radiant majesty. Yes. That's what people have been using to refer to Queen Eliosa. Yes. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So Damien is going to uh, suppress a shudder. Um, yeah, this this is a this is an old Basilodian ruin um, that there is a, a healing pool, obviously, but it, it's it looks like it was um, it was made uh, in an attempt to replicate the effects of some artifact. Um, and uh, it looks like whoever this queen was, they made it for, was also referred to as her radiant majesty. So I wouldn't be surprised if Iliosa's been poking around. Um, uh, Squelch, you haven't seen like uh, any of the royals uh, down here, have you? Like the, the, the queen's guard? And or- Squelch uh, would answer that she has not seen anything of the sort. Uh, the only people that come here are Otiugs. Uh, that the that the water heals Otiugs, but is toxic to all other creatures. Ah. Can, can I can I take can I take a bottle? No. No. No touch. No magic. No. Okay. Okay. We might come back though later, maybe. <laughs> You can try. Good luck. <laughs> uh, Squelch, um, there's a lot of stuff going on on the surface. Uh, have you been up recently? Squelch, you would have been up, uh, I think like a week or so ago. Now, whether or not Squelch wants to reveal this to these people, you were up recently to help a friend mm. in old Corvosa. Uh, Squelch is going to go, nope. Uh, roll bluff. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, get a 15. I got a really good roll. Uh, and we're gonna have some people roll sense motive. <laughs> Unia. Oh, god damn it, Unia. Uh, Unia got a 14. <laughs> Ophelia. Uh, yes. Um, Ophelia gets a, uh, 21, uh, and looks at Squelch and goes, You're really not very good at lying, are you? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> was was up to help a friend. Um, don't wanna don't wanna talk more than that. Or oh, secret, secret. Well, would you be willing to talk about it more, maybe somewhere else? Um, secret, undercover secret. Well, we're pretty good at undercover things. Oh, okay. Have you heard of us? Mm. For the cover of night. Yeah. Come to. It, I don't. I don't want you to take Portobello away. Portobello is my friend now. Mama. But I guess he's also your friend. Squatch said Portobello go with Mama. Squatch looks. Looks around at. 
her her little garden, her little rock path, and all of her glowing fungus. And seems to set set her mouth in determination and comes to a decision. Squatch will go with Portobello. Mm. I I uh if you'll it looks around at the cover of night. It if you'll have me. Okay. And uh how does the party feel about Squelch coming along with Portobello? Unia looks at Squelch. You will be bathing first. <laughs> uh, uh yeah, I I can do that. Yep. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Squelch casts create water on herself. <laughs> That's sufficient. Right. And uh, <laughs> create water on yourself. Um, and yeah. Mm. Need help finding your way out? There is a statue of an Aryan. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was an Ayan. Nope, Narian. You can tell by the back of the ankle. Yep. <laughs> I can't tell by the back of the ankle. Mm, look harder. <laughs> uh, and they will head up to the surface. With a new friend. Squelch has joined the party. Squelch has joined the party. <laughs> All right. And uh, we'll pick up next time. Uh, what do you want to do with Squelch? Oh, well, I think Squelch, uh, when when they get her to talk about the undercover work she's done, um, will be uh, import- an important friend to have in their search for Vencarlo. Yes! Vencarlo. <laughs> um, excellent. Excellent. Um, so you get back up to the surface, and it is now night. Um and fresh air stars. Notably, when you get back up to the surface, there is uh you know, your standard your standard thing, you know, you have some guard patrols going around of gray you have gray maiden patrols now going around. Mm-hmm. Um which I think you can duck away from. Yes. Um However, it is cloudy overhead. Oh, no stars. Yes. Mm. Uh, and there is a red glow oh. to the north. Oh. Oh, no. Is Endron Island fucking fire again? Okay, we're going to run up. Okay, so you start running north? Yep. You will see. Uh, by the time you get to, uh, I believe, so you're on, so you come out on the hill yeah. Uh, that Academy is on. Uh-huh. And from the and from the hill overlooking the city walls uh, for the lower parts of North Point, uh-huh. you will see the Temple of Eridan is burning. Holy shit! No. No. And it seems that the fire is spreading to the nearby buildings. Oh my god, okay. Um, Obviously it's very far away, but I like to imagine... You get you get the uh, close up of of the fire behind the broken stained glass with the shadows rippling in the heat. As we come within sight of the fire, Unia feels a pang in their chest. Yes, and they know it's the Temple of Aridin. And we will be back next time with more of that on Curse. Curse!
of the the crimson Crimson throne. It's not every day you get to make a new friend and have your church burned down. To Heaven to Roll is produced by David Clark and Katie Dukshire. The Curse of the Crimson Throne and the Pathfinder role-playing game are property of Paizo and are used in accordance with their community use policy. This session features sound effects from Sirenscape. To see how you can use Sirenscape to enhance your own games, check out Sirenscape.com. This session featured music from Michael Gelfi Audio and Philip Melvin, including The Crimson Banquet, Red Raven's Waltz, and The Necromancer's Chamber. We are on Twitter at To Have and To Roll. Rain is at Rain Zero. That's R-A-N-E and the number zero. Daft is at Daft Prodigy. We are also on Tumblr, tohaveandtoroll.tumblr.com. And remember, We do not have a Patreon, but Rain does work full-time trying to save the world with the power of solar energy. If you would like to see how he can help you switch your home over to solar, please send us an email to haventoroll at gmail.com, subject line, Rain's Day Job. We will be back in two weeks as the Cover of Night investigate the burning Temple of Eridan. Get your assassin masks turned firefighter helmets ready, and we'll see you then. to stick her little face into. The baby is in a bag. <sighs> Come on, Autumn. Come on. Let's let's take some of these paper bags Amazing. into the bedroom. Come on, baby. Come on. Look at her. You can play. Come here. Oh my god, she loves the bag so much. Okay, sorry. The cats were very intrigued by the sound of paper bags. They love them. <laughs> One of the bones from the middle ear. <laughs> inner ear. <laughs> One of the bones from the inner ear. Um, oh, you Uni- find a codec <laughs> attached to the. Uni is not. Gr- oh, uh, a twenty. A, a t- <laughs> the cover of night are here in Vincarlo's house. <laughs> find oh. them and kill them. My dummy thick. The clap of my ass cheeks kept me from opening the locked door. Um, who are you? Hello, um, my name is not important right now. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> let, me go, let me go to fantasy name. Oh, no, now. no, it's... Damn it, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, you don't need to talk to us. I didn't understand that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there's an intruder. Amazing. (laughs) My phone just just wanted to talk about the weather, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) That might not be the outro music. What are you talking about? It'll be like... The Terminator music is our outro music this week.